Mmm, Nikki and DeMello for breakfast, thanks to Secret Harbour Butchers. Coast FM. Now, uh, what's the most annoying thing that drivers do, other drivers, not you, Nikki? Not you. What annoys you <laughs> I about couldn't other possibly. Drivers? What do they do behind the wheel that annoys you? Oh, I don't know. Um, cut you off, maybe? Yeah. Uh, well, RAC have done a survey, and the, the, the thing that they're noticing is people applying makeup while they're driving, people having breakfast while they're driving. So other drivers Other are drivers noticing. reading the paper while they're driving. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know these how are, these people can manage that. I, I question it. So, I mean, maybe uh, – because I would have thought even, even if traffic is not moving very fast <laughs> – you still have to have some awareness yeah, of what's going on I around you. I struggle having a drink of my coffee sometimes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. These are the things. And they're also reporting that uh, road rage is obviously up as well. But mm. these are the things. But yeah, shaving the beard and reading the paper. Yuck. Shaving. <laughs> Where are those little hairs going? Everywhere. Well, I guess so. Who cares? As low soon as you get out of the car, it's brushing Dust off wherever off. you turn up to. Oh, gross. So, look, can we not? It's a bit dark to be trying to shave as well. I know. I feel like having a razor close to your face whilst performing another activity is a bad idea. Even even <laughs> if it is one of the electric ones, like even still. Oh, I feel like you need total concentration on just what you're shaving. so many rooms for injuries, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Oh, dear. Now, look, we've lost another musical legend. Um, news overnight came through that Tita Turner has passed away at the age of 83. Yeah, very sad. Uh, I mean, you know, she was born in Nutbush, which is why it's so appropriate that, you know, one of her biggest songs mm-hmm. was a tribute to her hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, that was back in the Argentina days. And then obviously uh, that wasn't the healthiest of relationships for her. So, you know, she walked away and then moved into solo stardom territory in the 80s and never looked back. Mm. Turn into the queen of rock and roll. Yeah, that's right. Some pretty big hits over the years too. So no doubt you'll be hearing some of those and, you know, celebrating the life of, uh, of Tina Turner over the course of today. Mm. She's one of those people I feel like, Obviously, we haven't heard from her for quite a while. She's been ill and everything. Mm. Um, But she seems like a a legend that isn't real. You know what I mean? So it kind of felt like she hadn't been, obviously hadn't been around for a while anyway. She was already a legend. Well, well, I guess when all of your stuff gets covered as well, because there's so many kind of reworkings of her songs kicking around, that you kind of think, oh, yeah, okay, that's from way in the past. Yeah, you felt like she was already, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, very, very sad. Hmm. And can I look? I, something positive. The Google Doodle, right? You know the the little picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Today celebrates the Big Mango. Oh, I wondered what it was. Yeah. I saw it and thought, what on earth is that? <laughs> the ten metre sculpture of a mango that represents the prosperous fruit orchards around Bowen in Queensland. Oh, why is it rainbow? Well, yeah, I don't know. It's That's not- what like, confused me. I was like, what is that? Because it's green, yellow and red. Yeah, it's it's obviously ripening, this particular okay, one. It's, it's all stages of the mango. It is. It's a Kensington <laughs> Pride, which is apparently kind of put together in Bowen, like it was crossbred yeah. and discovered there. So, I don't know. Uh, Cute. Good to see something Australian getting represented yeah. on the Google Doodles. Now, it's the solution that we all think might save us from an excess baggage fee, but apparently you can't just unpack your luggage and wear all of your extra clothes, at least if you're flying Jetstar, as two Aussie travellers have discovered, if you saw the story or not. But they tried, they were six kilos (laughs) over, and so they decided to wear six kilos of clothes to avoid Mm. getting whacked, but to no avail. Jetstar charged them $65 each, and they had to fly in more layers than a French pastry, which can't have been comfortable. Mm. Mind you, 
The girls said they were giggling and filming themselves as they put their entire wardrobe on in the line to check in. Yeah, they so, were doing it for a laugh, I think, and they got caught and they did, they kind of expected to get caught. Well, everyone was kind they of watching knew. them too. So, like, <laughs> if you're going to try that solution with the entire contents of your baggage, maybe don't do a TikTok at the same time. No, you've got to you've got just, to play the game. Just you've walk, got to walk in all subtle yeah. like the Michelin Man. With no, some totally. sunnies. This is just what I wear. This is just what I look like. <laughs> but to be fair, they actually got away with wearing all the. I don't know how many how like what the weight of the clothes were. But they got away with the clothes. It was only like she had an iPad and stuff tucked True. into her clothes, which she had to take out. Mm-hmm. But the clothes she was wearing, <laughs> she didn't pay for. So, in some wear all your wear. heavy clothes, and it, you will get away with it. That's right. I mean, just obviously, don't have an iPad strapped to you. Don't travel in summer either. That's the other. Key. I know. Can you imagine? Make sure it's a short flight too. Yeah. That'd be very uncomfortable. Oh yeah, we're on our way to uh, the states. Seventeen-hour flight. Oh great. <laughs> Coast FM scoreboard with Scotty Cummings. All right, time to check in once again with one of the Eagles' favourite sons. Please be upstanding for Scott Cummings. Clap him in. There he is. Woohoo! Yeah. I think I think I'm the only one that stood up. <laughs> Anyways, uh, good morning. My legs are a bit sore. Sorry. Yeah. Might take a while to sit back down again now that everything's going. I wonder what the yeah. creaking. I wonder what the creaking yeah, noises yeah. were. There we go. Hey, um, wouldn't want to be a coach, would you? Yeah. What's going on? Coaches no, everywhere leaving. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a different day and age, isn't it? I guess we're we're more attuned to um, to mental health and you know, physical and mental health, and uh, and there's never been more scrutiny on coaches or players That's in the true. history of the game than there is now. Everyone has an opinion, and everyone has access to deliver their opinion, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and and they do, <laughs> yeah, yeah <really>. oh, <laughs> and they do, which sometimes we wish they shouldn't or didn't, yeah. but. Um, and also, too, there are certain sections uh, of the media that um, that prey on this sort of stuff. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Like they, we, they get a sense of blood, and they're not happy until it's until uh, that until that blood is is, is escalated, and uh, they've got their, they've got someone to sack, and then they'll write articles about how good and unlucky that coach has been. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, that's that's the industry we we live and work in, and. Coaches know that it is a it's a great job. There's only 18 of them in this in, in the world, and um, uh, but it does take a toll on on the coach and also their their families as well. So mm. I know there were reports last night that Adam Smith's been offered three months leave, extended leave by the club, and the club came out and said, uh, "No, that's untrue." So anyone who's espousing that, that's untrue. Okay. Um, but I'm all for it. I think the coaches should absolutely. Have as much leave as they need. They're not required at the end of the season. The players look after themselves in off season now. A little different in my day. Uh, they train. They train in their holidays. Um, but, Crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. What are they thinking? It's got a holiday for a reason. Exactly. But anyway. Um, but anyway, look, I think coaches will. Yeah, there's a lot of focus on it now, and they'll and they'll start getting looked after better. You'll see a few tweaks, and it's up to each individual club how they want to treat their coach and yeah. um, how they want to look after them. And every coach is different. Um, so, but I mean, if I was Adam Simpson, I'd be I'd be having as long a break as I possibly could after <laughs> the two years he's endured. Yeah. That's probably for fair. sure. Now, speaking of the Eagles taking on Essendon oh. this week, I mean, it's just upsetting every <laughs> week, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. well, we, we worry about, um, and, I, and I don't make, I don't make a lot of it because I'm a, a, an absolute uh, advocate for for mental health. But um, we, we need to consider the mental health of the supporters as well. 
Uh, if the players could do that um, and actually have a dip this week. I mean, to lose by 116 points to the bottom-ranked team in the competition is absolutely unacceptable. And we know the reasons. We know there's 25 players to pick from. Um, and we know that we, we're starting to realise that there's probably 10 to 12 players on the in the Eagles or 10 players in the Eagles team that not only wouldn't get a game anywhere else but would struggle to get on the list anywhere else. So uh, that, that's how dire it is. And there's no team in the competition, I've said it before, that could cover for that many injuries. But uh, you just need to see some effort. And last weekend was embarrassing. It was insipid. And they need to, if they've got any pride in themselves and their footy club, they just need... We don't expect them to win, but you expect them to try yeah. and, uh, and and be a little bit more ruthless in the in the contest. And that's all the Eagles supporters want to see. But... Obviously, it's it's not how much they it's not if they win or lose. It's how much they lose by. Yeah, um, I saw a story, but, Scotty, talking about how uh, fans uh, want to have more of a say. They want to rep <laughs> on the the board. You reckon that would yeah. make a difference if the if no the... no <laughs> no no do I. no no, no. <laughs> can you imagine um, the the old the old saying inmates running the asylum. No, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I understand. I understand their passion. I understand. Um, and, I, and I look at, at in some cases, the, the Eagles don't have a voting process for their members for the board. They're, they're, all the board members are seconded onto the board. So I understand that people, I think clubs should have the, um, a, a member say in, in who hits the board, but you don't want, oh, we need a member from this department to be on the board to uh, oversee everything. No, no, because members and supporters operate with their hearts. Yep. Not, yep. not their heads. Yep. And and that's that's the only reason. But no, no, it, it scares me every time there's a, a push for this sort of thing. No, thank you. No. Now, Fremantle or Wallula uh, had a convincing win last weekend, but you still think they've maybe got a point to prove? But, uh, well, I think they do. Look, I said last week to you guys that this, we'll find out where Fremantle's really at with this one. But then, obviously, calling the game, Oh, Geelong didn't offer much up at all. They were really, really disappointing. So I'm not sure whether it was that Fremantle were that good or that Geelong were were pretty poor. So I'm gonna I'm gonna transfer last week's comments into this week's comment. Melbourne at the MCG, um, great time to get them without Clayton Oliver. Um, this will be this is their biggest test, and this will tell us where we're at. If they get within a, a kick, if they win the game, then absolutely they're back in business and they are right amongst it. If they get within a kick, they're right amongst it. Melbourne are a good side at the MCG as well. So this week here has just become their biggest week in, yeah, of the season, no doubt about it. All right, so yeah. there's there's something to look forward to this weekend for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely there is. Absolutely. There's plenty. Of, there's always something to look forward to, isn't there? Just sometimes <laughs> at the moment it's not around the footy. <laughs> exactly. Just find it in other areas of That's your right. life. Go <laughs> look in your garden. You yeah. yeah the, waffle, the Waffle's back in action this weekend, so you can get exactly out and right. for your team there as well. So there's plenty to look forward to. Exactly. exactly. There we go. Love it. Mr. Sunshine has uh, served Little us Miss well Sunshine. once again. Till next week, Scotty Cummings, thank you. <laughs> We're glass half full. Have a great week. Nikki and DeMello's Three Things You Need to Know. Now, first off, you can join Bridge Builders for a day on the green at their Golf 4 Quack Groceries Fundraiser on Friday. Trying to make it sound obvious that it's, you know, F-O-R-E, as in four. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the event's raising funds for a new community program called Nana's Kitchen that will provide a safe and welcoming space for families living in their cars to make nutritious meals for their kids. Mm. So it's an amazing cause, and yep. you get to play golf. 
Um, you can find out more about it at the website. Go check ours out, coastlive.com.au. If you're planning to play a game anyway, why not do that one? Exactly. Get involved. See how you can help out. Now, May 25 is also uh, today, uh, biggest morning tea day. Oh, delicious. Yes. Who doesn't love a morning tea? I mean, and with your sweet, savoury, whatever your, your you know, yep. your preference may be, uh, pair it with a cuppa, raise money for cancer. Mm-hmm. So that's today. Great also, idea. International Missing Children's Day today. Mm. So, you know, can't imagine the way that that would entirely devastate your life if yeah, somebody just awful. kind of disappeared. Yeah. I mean, so it's a good day to go and check out the Missing Persons website, missingpersons.gov.au. Just, you know, see yep. if you recognise anyone in there, yeah, you know. Yeah, never know. Uh, and it's also Starlight Day, oh. uh, which raises funds for the amazing folks that help brighten the lives of sick kids. So... I feel like people, do they normally not dress up on Starlight Day? Um, Maybe possibly. see them on street corners dressed up as, you know, various mm, Captain Starlight stars. and various other things. <laughs> yes, it's dressed up as stars. <laughs> anyway, keep an eye out and there may be opportunities for you to drop some coins mm-hmm. into a box at some point today. Yep. 97.3. Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello's Coast Feed. Coast Feed. Let's And now completing the entertainment puzzle, Nikki Parkinson. (laughs) Thank you. The queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner, has passed away aged 83. Mattering of an amazing oh. selection of hits that she's recorded and released over the years. For sure. She passed away in her home in Switzerland after battling a long-term illness. The legendary performer first found fame in the 60s as part of the Ike and Tina Turner Review, which churned out chart-topping songs until she left him years after years of domestic abuse. She later made one of the greatest musical comebacks ever in the 80s, releasing the hit Let's Stay Together and the album Private Dancer. Tina won eight Grammy Awards over the course of her career, including the Record of the Year for What's Love Got to Do With It. Her life story was told in the 93 smash hit film What's Love Got to Do With It and a Broadway musical as well. True legend status when you've got a movie and a Broadway musical (laughs) after you. Like, amazing. Uh, Tributes have been rolling in from fellow musicians, including Mick Jagger who wrote, I'm so saddened by the passing of my wonderful friend, adding she was inspiring, warm, funny and generous. She helped me so much when I was young and I will never forget her. R.I.B.P. Tina, you are simply the best. Mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher's white Princess Leia dress from Star Wars has gone up for auction. Oh, oh. The starting bid... $1 million. Yes, that seems about right. The costume, of course, was worn by the late actress actress in the OG 1977 film Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope and is expected to fetch between $1 and $2 bucks. 
May the force be with you. Mm, <laughs> Definitely. The force and the money be with <laughs> <Yeah>. you too. <laughs> the three-day auction will also feature several other pieces of Hollywood memorabilia, like Batman's Bat Pod, used by Christian Bale in The Dark Knight and The okay. Dark Knight Rises. That's expected to fetch around one to two mil as well. Just a question. Is that like what he listens to music on, the Bat, Bat Pod? Bat Pod, yeah, it's the iPod. No, it's little, I think it's his little um, like motorbike thing. Okay, Anyway, right. uh, there's an evil clown doll from Steven Spielberg's 1982 film Poltergeist. Mm. Chris Pratt's light-up Star-Lord helmet from Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> and a distressed Harry Potter costume worn by Daniel Radcliffe himself in the Chamber of Secrets is expected to fetch around $75,000. That includes wow. the iconic Potter glasses, by the way. Oh, does it? Yes. Nice. Uh, the auction runs for a couple of days at the end of June. Now, Kylie Minogue is going viral with her new single. Yeah, it's been very popular on TikTok. Here it is. It's called Padam Padam. It's often going padum padum. <laughs> I mean, it's good that it is. You want it to get going padum padum, don't you? That is true. Uh, Kylie's new album titled Tension will be released on September 22nd, and that is the first single from it. Nikki and DeMello. Back tomorrow morning from 6. 97.3 Coast FM.